only ever be where you are right now. What is your podcast? It's the major investment in your life, right? The journey will always be your journey. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here. Welcome to BDP 102. Will you be a virgin forever? Now, as always, this tasty episode is brought to you by bulldojo.com, where you guys can pick up my ebook, The Crash Course to Kick Ass Day Game, quick action guide to get you out there, take an action, get on there with a 30 day challenge, and get your day game sorted. You can also book in for one on one Skype coaching, where we dive into your limiting beliefs, set up action plans, get you executing in your life, in all areas of life, in all areas of the temple. And for those of you that are interested in becoming a bowl insider, that's when you dive into ongoing packages in which that you get a whole bunch of perks that I just can't do for uh, once-offs on the outside. You know, you get access to private messaging with me on WhatsApp within 24 hours. You get access to preferred session bookings. There's a whole bunch of shit that goes down there. And of course, that bootcamp, baby. The deep immersive day game bootcamp for those of you that are looking to have the foundations of your path laid out, to have the illumination of what you need to do in your social skill set to get out there. Be the direct, congruent, authentic man you always know you could be. You guys can send me messages and inquiries through that. Of course, we've just done a huge run through the US and Canada. I'm not looking to do too much more international traveling, uh, special cases only, but Australia is coming up hot now. So for those of you that are looking to come down to Australia, get your bookings in early, send me the inquiries. I can hit you up with all the details there. Now, if you guys would like to support this podder, you can do so directly by donating anything that you wish to the PayPal link, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I. And uh, anything that you guys give is ridiculously, tremendously appreciated. It blows my fucking mind. So thank you for that, my friends. Now in this episode, we drop absolute fire on this individual context of a 22-year-old virgin who I was just lighting up. His delusion was so intense. The context is so rich of this guy who thinks that he's just going to be able to hit pause on his social development for the next five years. Nah, no sir. We bra- I break down everything to the intense degree. I get so passionate. It's just you feel so much fire uh, through this conversation because I know where his journey ends up. Buckle up, my friends, and get ready to dive in on one of the most intense dialogues around social cultivation, self-cultivation that you'll ever hear, really. Let's go. Yes, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here, and welcome to BDP 102. Will you be a virgin forever? Now, I was playing around with this title. You got to be a nerd forever. You got to be lonely forever. But I set it upon Virgin because of the context today with a, this is a powerful email, a powerful email from someone who is experiencing all time levels of delusion. And I love, I love delusion. I love the concept of it. I love exploring it. I like understanding why people uh, choose to think the way they choose to think. And that then manifests as the behaviors they execute in the rest of their life. So... So now, yeah, so there's a contact, we're a little, little honey doing all the contacts, we'll get some more into it, but uh, for those of the matcha fam, let's take a sip of the matcha. Kanpai, kanpai, that is delicious, cold water, yes sir. So, a uh, little update, little update here, the live streams, the live stream Q&As have been uh, delicious, absolutely delicious as of recent And I've just been loving the engagement. I've been so grateful to the Super Chats. For those of you that have been donating in the Super Chat. Now, I just don't want to spend too much time on this. But for those of you who have not been involved in it, get any of your questions answered around dating, social dynamics, and relationships live with me every Friday, 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time. That's Adelaide. Just convert it to your city. It's like 8.30 New York, uh, 5.30 LA, and 1.30 a.m. UK. So uh, previous days for those cities, of course. So that's all right there. We've got this major email today and I really, what I've been trying to do best lately is just really dive into the context, like not just 
taking one email from this from this random person, but sending the follow up, getting more questions answered, really diving in deep. And that's what I encourage for those of you uh, to do. If you do send me your emails, just give me everything. Give me everything. I will sort through it. So that's all we're going to do today. And uh, I'm looking forward to this. Oh, yeah. Also, just the other thing that I've also uh, stripped the audio from the Q&A, social Q&A live streams, and I put them up on, on the podcast, not underneath BDP. You just see them as their own individual episodes. But for those of you that just like the audio, that's there. So let's get straight into this guy's email. Uh, so not using his full name because we've got some intense context. Not that I ever use full names, but not, I might just call him H. I'm going to call him H. Uh, so he sends me an email on the 10th of August saying, uh, subject, maintaining the new change personality message. <clears throat> hey, Adam, my name's H. I'm 22 years old from Bombay. I fucking love the name of that city, by the way. Just just say it. <laughs> I love it, Bombay. It sounds so cool. Anyways, continue. I discovered you on the internet through your collab with Sohud Kalra. I have I had not idea what PUA was before I started watching videos on YouTube. I had always been a nice, shy, awkward guy during my childhood, could never truly open up with anyone, and could never make strong friendships with anyone. I was always kind of just there in the group, the gamma male. Uh, pause here for a second. I'm not sure if that's a real term, but whatever. Anyways, we'll continue. Also, I've never heard of it. Was also from an only boys school and had minimal female interaction. It was only after college and some ups and downs that I started loosening up. And eventually after some years, I do have a, in quotes, sense of humor, in quotes. I consider myself an interesting and engaging person while interacting with people. But this is only during initial interactions. People do perceive me as an alpha and funny and good communicator, a good conversationalist, and an overall leading man. Hmm, interesting. That's my own add-in. Continue his email. But after a few days with the same people, dot, 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 they start realizing the facade of the new self, and I start returning to my awkward, mumbling, unattractive self. I'm not saying that I don't have all those qualities I mentioned above. I do, I do believe that is the best version of myself, but... I keep returning to my old, nice, shy guy, never in the center, never leading, never being a powerful communicator, not having the leading, grounding, masculine energy. So just take a pause here. As you guys can see, there's a lot of contradictions. If you have not already sensed a tremendous amount of contradiction, uh, you, please concentrate. Please concentrate on this because I've already got a million red flags. There's already a million red flags going through my mind and there's a lot more to come. So stay with me here. His email continues. Adam, I want to know how I can shed my old self completely, can permanently transform into the best version of my personality, an attractive, assertive, flirty, inspiring, respected man. A podcast on this topic would completely change my life around, Adam. I would like to get your in-depth insights on this issue. I want to completely be the new self in any situation, in any group, in any environment with anyone. I don't want to go back to my old self. I'll be waiting for your response, Sensei, with a couple exclamation marks. So that's the beginning of the context. And because these contexts are going longer, I am going to take a sip of matcha in between and just allow you to digest that for just a second. As a coach, when I'm listening to that, when I'm trying to get myself into his mindset, what I'm sensing here is that there is a tremendous amount of individual bias going on. There is a, uh, there's blinders, there's, there's lack of mirrors, there's inaccuracy all over with this guy's story. But 
to really dive, to make sure, to make sure of that without it just being me just taking wild swings, I always send the follow-up. Ah, so here's the follow-up. What the fuck's going on with, with the weather today? Jesus Christ. Because it's, it's still kind of winter here. I can't get a break with the weather. Anyways, continuing on. Uh, so I send him a follow-up question going, H, thank you for reaching out with your story. I appreciate the courage to do so, and I can 100% relate to where you're coming from. I have a few questions for you. Number one, how often do you go out to meet new people? Example, how many times per week? And within those sessions, how many people do you meet? Please be brutally honest with me as I need this context to be accurate in my guidance. Question two, how old are you? Question three, have you had any serious girlfriends? Question four, are you sexually experienced or a virgin? Question five, why do you wake up in the morning? So as you can see, the full gamut, the full buffet of questions for this dude. Uh, please, yeah, that's it. He responds to me then pretty quickly saying, thanks for your response, Adam. Number one, I don't really get the time to go out. The people I meet are from college, dot, dot, some from drama club, some from science club, some from public speaking club, some from the student council and the people in my class and some from other colleges. I have never been to a club in my life. We could stop the podcast right now. We, we could actually stop the podcast right now and just, you should be able to work it out. You should be able to work out this guy's issue with just that first response, which is why it's the first question, which is why whenever someone comes to me with, with questions around social dynamics, the first thing I always ask is, what's your experience level? What's your frequency of experience? Why? Is it, is it because there's such a huge difference between whether this guy goes out five times a week or seven times a week or three times a week or this guy no times a week? It's not so much that. It's not so much a hard number I'm looking for. That's not why I asked that question. I asked that question because it's the principle behind how often do you get in front of other human beings that can show you who you are, aka the mirror. How many mirrors are you experiencing each week? How many times are you being forced to brutally be honest with yourself, to be have yourself reflected back to yourself and go, oh, fuck, I'm not who I thought I was. These aren't the traits. These aren't the characteristics and behaviors that I wish to portray to my potential female attractive partner, to potential ride or dies, guys I'd have in the uh, defending the wall with me, you know, my best mates that I can form a pack with, that I can form social circles with, that I can form bonds with, with people I can form business relationships with, et cetera, and et cetera. If you don't get the feedback as to, well, how do I actually show up in front of these people? Because I've said this before, and I'll continue to say this, It's one thing to remain present, grounded, and centered within your comfortable zone, aka your home, your bedroom, your uni college class in this this sense where you know everyone, etc. That's one thing. But it's a completely different thing to go out to a random human being you have never met before and then bring the best of your 50. And so just the reason, normally, for those of you that have been listening to the previous 101 episodes of this podo, I never do this. This is probably one of the first times maybe the second time I've done this, where I've interrupted the context to drop fire. It's because it's just the biggest red flag has popped up so damn soon. So damn fresh up in this podcast with this fresh old matcha, not sponsored, <laughs> that I just feel like I have to get this. I feel like I had to drop there. Like, listen, when I ask him, How often do you go out to meet new people? E.g., how many times per week? Within those sessions, how many people do you meet? Please be brutally honest with me. And he says, I don't really get the time to go out. That's an issue in of itself. He's lying to himself. I don't really get the time. 
We have to be so careful with our language because what that actually means is that I choose not to go out and meet new people. There is no, I don't really get the time. Well, who owns your time? H, who owns your time? Is, do, are you a slave? Are you a slave? Is there someone that has you uh, in shackles and chains that determines your schedule all day long, every single day? If that's the case, please correct me. But I highly doubt that is the case. When people say, I just don't really have the time. I just really don't have time to go out and meet people, bruh. I just don't have the time to, 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 to prep my food, to eat correctly. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't really have the time to change my life. And I'm like, well, okay. All you're really saying there, all I'm really hearing there is that you've chosen not to. Because unless, unless you are living in 1945 Auschwitz and you are in a concentration camp, I'm quite sure you are the sole determiner of your time. Fuck, we never start podcasts like this. I've come in fucking hot. I've come in ready. And when I say that, what I really mean is I haven't, I haven't, like as you guys know, the pot, I don't sit down and, and ruminate and, and strategize as to how we're going to flow into this. No, this is coming out raw from my soul right now, which is uh, how I do it because this, is, this guy needs the straight kick. This guy needs the straight kick in the teeth. So this, and that was only part one. This is only part one. So when I titled this pot in my mind, Will you be a virgin forever? What that really means is that, and where I really want to go with that title is if this gentleman who has messaged me continues his current way of being, not just way of being, but continues down the same path, if he continues walking the same way in the same manner that he's currently walking, he will be a virgin forever. Now, hold on. Now, hold on a second. Look, Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's not just that. It's also that that's just on part one. Oh, hold on, i got to reset here. Also, my apologies, guys. I just realized because I was in the straight flow, just dropping fire there. I had no idea that the sun had come out and just completely destroyed your retinas. <laughs> so hopefully in post-editing, I've done something to help uh, uh, alleviate that. But, you know, that's, that's what it is. It's fucking winter right now, and it's hard to get more than five seconds of stable light. Jesus. Anyway, so uh, where was I going with that? Oh, the hang on, on the hang on. You got to hang on, on the hang on. And what that, what I was going with that is that just based on his response to my first question, I don't really get the time to go out. The people I meet are from college, from drama club, from science club, public speaking club, from the student council. So basically all within the same environment within his uh, uni slash college. And then he even goes to uh, my great content to further on say, I have never been to a club in my life. So, oh, Jesus, Jesus, just, just that right there, I could I could make a very, if he continues to walk the way he's walking, he will be a virgin for the rest of his life, 100%, 100%. Not just because he's clearly not getting the volume of influx of new women coming into his life. There's that, there's the practice of that, there's the pragmatism of that. However, it's also, you know, just never been to a club in his life, it's a big problem as well. However, it's before that. It's the first line where he says, I don't really get the time to go out. Now, the reason why that's the biggest issue, I'm going to ride on this because buckle up, Chuck. Fucking buckle up. We're going to ride in on this. The reason why I don't really get the time to go out is the biggest issue out of all of it, regardless of the fact of him not being able to not continuously and frequently bringing in new women through different streams. Forget that for a second, for a second. But it's the fact that his mindset behind it that I don't really get the time to go out. Well, when? 
when will you really get the time to go out? What? Now, listen, He because I dived in for further context in my follow-up email. He says at the end, I'll just, just kind of fast forward here for a second. At the end of his response to my response, he says how his, his five-year plan is to buckle down on academics and to uh, not spend as much time on the socializing and to just really nail this this academic side for the next five years. And, you know, that's all well and good. We'll talk more about that later. That's for further on. However, I know the game, the future plan. I know the future plan in his mind. So I know where this story goes. I have clients where this story goes. I have worked with many people where the story walks the same line, which this guy does not currently realize. Which is that, okay, let's say you go down the next five years of your life because you say right now, I don't really get the time to go out. I don't want to, which what that really means is that I'm choosing not to go out. I'm choosing not to put my resources and time into this. Okay, fair enough. That's your decision. Just be fucking honest about it. And what you think in five years time when you finally get your degree and you finally get your academics sorted, then, then will be the perfect moment for you to start working your social dynamics. Uh, Newsflash, no, it's not. Because the next thing will happen, whatever it is, whether it's that, well, actually, nah, now I need to get my fitness handled. Now I need to get my uh, my aesthetics handled. Now I need to make sure I get down to 8 to 10% body fat, that I pick up my lean body mass, that I actually start, uh, actually, I, I want to make sure that I get to a blue belt first in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You know, whatever it is in the fitness realm, it's like, then I'll start meeting girls, then I'll start working my social, because then I'll feel proud of my body, and then I'll be able to bring the best to my woman. Okay, fine, do that. So you walk the next two, three years of getting your fitness handled, your nutrition handled, and then it's like, okay, so you're ready to go meet girls now, ready to get the social shit handled now. Actually, I really want to, it's the business now. I, I need to get my finances sorted. When I get my finances sorted, then, then I'll have the time to go out. And on and on and on it goes. As I made an entire podcast on this. H, I made an entire podcast on this, which you need to listen to, which is the illusion of being ready, which is that you'll never be fucking ready. There will never be a time where an excuse for you to not go out exists. There will always be a time where an excuse exists for you to take hold of that says, oh, this is why I cannot do this right now. This is why this is not optimal right now. So that's why. That's why we've I've barely even gone through, I would say, 30% of the context for this bottle that I've already gone into straight fire mode because that's it right there. Whenever I hear someone say, I don't really get the time to go out, well, that's it. You're going to be a virgin forever. Because a, a, And when I say a virgin forever, it's not just virgin sexually. Do you realize this? I do not just refer to virgin as virgin sexually as in the physical act of placing your unmentionables in someone else's unmentionables. It's not just that. It's also that you're going to be a virgin to ever having the freedom of choice in your dating life. You will never, With this mindset, you will never know what it's like to be able to walk this earth knowing that you can go up to whoever you want, whenever you want, bring the best of your 50 and give that interaction the very best chance it could possibly have to blossom into something beautiful between the masculine and feminine energies. You will never know what that's like with your current mindset because you are currently shutting yourself off through delusion. It is only a delusion. It is only a paper wall, self-limiting construct you have erected within your mind to say that, well, I just, I don't really get time to go out. Well, shit. You'll never really get time to go out there. Live your lonely existence, as I've said before. Oh, this shit gets me really hyped up. I really get fired up over this stuff because, and it's because I know where it leads. It's because this, this dude's 22 years old. He's young-eyed, all right? He's brush-tailed. His cheeks are red. His cheeks are red and his thorns are green. As green as my matcha is right here. And what that means is that he thinks that 
He's got the complacency of all complacencies, which is what I like to refer to as the romantic complacency. He's romantically complacent about where he is in the journey of life right now. And this is the this is the biggest downfall of all young people. Of all young people is that what they don't realize is that, yes, while they do have a tremendous amount of time, if they are not currently walking on the trajectory of where they wish to go, then that plays against them. That plays against them. It's the same thing with the golf club. It's the exact same thing with the golf ball and the golf club. Listen, whether you strike the ball at 44 degrees or 46 degrees doesn't mean a lot for the first 10 meters, but shit, it means a lot over a kilometer. If you, st- For those of you that are watching right now, this is best demonstrated through visual, is that if you look, I'm looking at the camera right now, so I would highly recommend if you're on audio to just try and do your best to visualize. Otherwise, just go to the time mark and hit it up on YouTube. If you strike a golf ball at whether it's 44 degrees or 46 degrees over 10 meters, that's not a huge difference. Over 10 days, that's not a huge difference as to where that ball is going to land. But if you take that out to 10 months, a ball that started at 40, that was hit at 44 or 46, you take that out to a year, five years, 10 years, one ball that started, and let's bring that in on real terms right now. You've got a guy, let's take two guys right now. Let's say two guys, one of them who says, listen, it's tough for me to be able to go out. I've got a lot of things on my plate right now. However, I'm going to get this shit done regardless. I'm going to do the best I can with what I have wherever I am. Let's say that's at 44 degrees, and that's the trajectory that that person needs to walk to attain the freedom of choice in his day and life, to become the very best he'd become, and to bring the best of his 50 in all manners, right? That super saiyan hyperbolic time shape effect I've talked about. Let's say that's at 44 degrees. Now, let's just say he keeps that mindset across the next 10 days, 10 months, 10 years. Where that, guy's, where that guy ends up, hold that in his mind, because he will get there eventually. 10 years, reasonable, for sure. Then you take someone who's just two degrees off, two degrees off, which is probably pretty, that's fair, this doesn't say that too far off, when this guy says, well, I just don't really get time to go out right now, but give me five years, give me five years and I'll get my academics sorted and then I'll be on the path. It doesn't seem right now, like that, that is such a tremendous difference. It doesn't seem ridiculous in the short term. In the next 10 days, those two's, the, the two lives will not look that different over the next 10 days. Over 10 months though, that 44 degree versus 46 degree is a tremendous difference where those two lives are going to end up looking like. Take that out and extrapolate that out to 10 years, or let's use this guy's example, five years. Five years, you give me two guys, one guy who says, acknowledges, yes, that life is tough and that sacrifices must be made, but this is what's important to me. So I'm going to get this shit. So I'm going to get it. Right, and he and he walks our path versus the guy who has the bullshit excuses and the delusions and says, "Oh, not really right now, but in five years, where those two lives look like in five years' time, it's just it's 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 night and day. It's it's not even recognizable. It's it's the power. It's the power of compounding, and compounding works both positively and negatively. Okay, it works in both ways, which is that if you have the correct mindset." Over time, the correct mindset compounds on itself and equals tremendous, tremendous results over time. However, at the exact same time, if you have the incorrect mindset, if you have a deluded mindset, if you have a mindset that is rooted in paper walls that are not true and that are really just rationalizations, just straight rationalizations, that compounds over time and your life will reflect that. It'll only reflect that. So that's that's why that's that's it. That's that's why I had to drop drop so much heat, so much heat on this guy right from the beginning here. And listen, we, like I said, it's like it's almost like we've uh, 
it's it's almost like I've given you guys all the context, and now we're in. We're in on the content. We're in on the content. No, no, there's so much more to go with here. But you know, when I feel the flame, we ride it. We ride it for sure. So here we go. I'm gonna continue on. It's like it's not even finished though. Like that point, it's not even finished. But I'm just for the sake of the potter, just to you know, kirikasu as we say Japanese. Let's change gears here for a second. Kirikasu. Uh, okay, so in res- moving forward, his questions, I've already kind of filled in some of the context as we've been going along here organically, but his response, this is his response to my questions continuing on. That was only number one, by the way. <laughs> so he says, uh, I asked him how old he is. He goes, I'm 22 years old, which you guys already know by now if you've been paying attention. Number three, I have never been in a relationship, but I've been friend zoned once when I was 17 years old. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm fucking talking about. I've never been in a relationship. He's at 22 years old. Now, this is where I'm going to start to bring in some of the delusions. So I want to start to bring some delusions. Let's drop back to his first message there. See, normally what we do is, for those of that, for those of you that are new to this, normally I would read through the entire context, all of his questions, and then we would take it apart like that. But because this is so damn in-depth and there's so... If I don't address these in the moment, I'm gonna, I'm just not gonna get to it all. I'm gonna, you know, hold on, hold on, I gotta reset. I'm just not gonna be able to get to it all if I, like, I just, I go on, I go on runs. I go on runs where I just get so focused on one thing. So if I don't address it in the moment, it's not gonna happen. So I know I'm kind of, I'm kind of honey dicking your log with there's like missing pieces, but I'm doing my best to keep it compartmentalized here. So um, by the way, just shout out to YouTube. I cannot get a break here. Cannot get a fucking break. One minute Zeus is out there showing his balls. Next minute it's Hades and the underworld. I don't know. So I'm sorry. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> uh, don't worry. Summer's coming. <laughs> um, okay. So the reason why I, I want to go on the delusions now, because when he says that he's 22 years old, hasn't been in a relationship ever, ever. I've never been in a relationship, but I've been friend zoned once when I was 17 years old. Even the way the second half of that was phrased, it's just, it's, it's an abomination. It's an abomination the way it was phrased. But just go, staying on with, I've never been in a relationship before. I want you to hold that in your mind. And for H, who's listening into this, please hold that in your mind as I now dive into some of the things that you said in your email, which you could start to point to toward, towards delusion. <clears throat> Let's go back up here, where he says, just going up through his email. Uh, here we go. People do perceive me as an alpha. Stop right there. Stop right there. People perceive you as an alpha are which people? Which people? What are you talking about? Your the the people you hang around that are most likely under the same social circumstances as you? Maybe, maybe. But it, as you can see here, that we continue. I, I want, to, I want to go on that, but we'll, we'll, we'll finish off his sentence here. I'll give him the justice of that. So he says, people do perceive me as an alpha and funny and good communicator and a good conversationalist and an overall leading man. Now, of these things, I'll give you a couple points. I'm not denying whether you are funny or a good communicator or a good conversationalist. I know plenty of people that can do all those three things, but not be sexual beings whatsoever. Fine. I'm not, I can't argue with those three things. However, where I will start to shed some light and some enlightenment as to your delusions that when you say people do perceive me as an alpha, 
and then running through the funny, good, communicated, good conversation, that's fine. But then the final bit, an overall leading man. My mind can only go to two places here, which is that I would question the type of people you're hanging out with and then I would question your own ability to self-reflect accurately. Because I'm going to say this right now. For you who has never been in a relationship, which means you are a virgin, which I know we haven't gone through the context yet, but as you guys can tell, yes, this guy's a virgin. That will come up in a second. But And I've kind of, I think I already mentioned it earlier anyway. But by the default of you not having been in a relationship, you, just back it up a second. You don't go out. You don't go out. You've never been to a nightclub in your life. And you don't bring in new, new women and you're not meeting new women frequently. And you've also never been in a relationship. Yet you're saying to me that people perceive you as an alpha? Excuse me? Excuse me? What people? What people? That's all I could say. It's either what people or, or he's just so deluded that he interprets they've never explicitly stated that. Oh, hey, dude, you're a bit of an alpha. Or he's just they've never explicitly stated that, but he's just so deluded in his own mind that he cannot see what's actually going on. Because listen, I'm... There's going to be a slight nuance to this, but for the most part, I cannot imagine a being in this life, a masculine being that is going to fit all and check all the boxes of an alpha male that one, has never been in a relationship, that two, is a virgin, that three, has does not have a regular influx of new experiences with new women coming into his life. I could not imagine a masculine being who checks all those three things. It just doesn't, I just, it doesn't exist in my experience. If you look at all the alpha males in society, they check all of those boxes and then some. Now, am I saying that in order to be an alpha male, you must have had sex with a woman? I can't think of an example of it not being the case. So that's what I'm saying here is that I cannot think of an example of it not being the case. Is it possible? Yeah, that's the nuance. Yeah, okay, I guess technically it is possible for you to produce all the traits of masculine, true alpha masculinity. It is possible for you to present the traits of true alpha masculinity having not been sexually intimate with a woman. It is definitely possible. Have I seen it? No. Have I seen it? No. And listen, this is this is not this is this is certainly one man's opinion. However, if you were to go to every single other leading thought processor, coach, deep in the work, deep in the clients, deep in the real world execution that has years under their belt like I do of eight to nine years of being in this journey of going out and meeting people and your their job is to meet people. My job is a social dynamics coach. This is what I do. Okay, so yes, it is my opinion, but it is a highly, highly educated opinion, highly educated chab coming out right here, which is that uh, I've never met one. I've never seen one of all of the alpha males that I know. They all have multiple sexual experiences. Now, is it is it because before before those in before the feminists, in before the sensitive, in before the emotionally uh, distraught, is it because that somehow by having sex with a woman makes you a man? No, no, because I know very I know many immature boys that look like men. I know many immature boys that have had many sexual experiences that I would not classify as alpha masculine beings. That's not, it's not, it's what you look, you're getting confused between the correlation and causation there. No, it's not that having sex with a woman automatically equals you to be an alpha masculine being. No, it is just that alpha masculine beings have had sexual experiences with feminine beings. Now, it's, there are so many other things though that make up 
that are the makeup of an alpha masculine being. It's just that that is a very big part of it. It's a very big part of it. Why? Because at the core level, what the number one trait of an alpha masculine being is his ability to lead. Above all, above all else, that's it. The ability to lead. There are many other subsidiaries that are quite crucial as well, but the ability to lead. Now, I can't think of a, I can't think of a more important training ground, of a more relative, of a more deeply centering and educational space for a man to learn leading than to take a feminine being through the process of sexual intimacy in which that she, he invites her trust, conveys to her that she will be taken care of here, that she will not be mistreated so that she can slide into comfort, slide into a ball of him and be able to open up her femininity and relax into him. So there's part one there, that stage of just the comfortability to even get within a sexual space with him. If he's able to do that, then fantastic. Then there's the next stage of physically being able to lead her through an emotional time in her life that for most women is not as frequent, is not that frequent. The average girl is not going out and sleeping with two, three new guys a week. It's not the average girl. The average girl, I don't don't know the statistics, but of the girls that I know, might have, depending on, it obviously depends on the stage of life they're in, but you know, across across their life, maybe 10, 10 sexual partners might be an average. Of It's hard to draw averages because cultures are so different. But yeah, so let's not even get into that conversation. But let's just say it's less. It's not that high. It's not that high. For sure, in our current 2019 lifestyle, it's not that high. It's not like girls are going after, you know, three, four new dudes a week. It's not the case. Not like in the flip side with males. So... What that means for a woman is that when she lets go sexually into a man, there is a level of trust there that he has led her to believe that she can place within him, that he has led, keyword there, led. And so when she does start to get physically intimate with this guy, even if she does have experience, anytime you have a new partner, especially for a woman, there is a transition and a endearment of letting go, that I'm going to let myself go and allow this man to take care of me knowing full well that... Well, I don't 100% know, but I'm just going to trust. I'm going to trust. It's that ability to get a woman to trust within you and to honor that trust, to honor the trust she has placed within you, to honor the sexual trust she has placed within you. That is a skill set that can only be born through the fire of experience. Through the fire of experience does a boy go through to manhood knowing what it is like to honor that trust within a woman and then to reciprocate it and to provide the space and just provide provide for her in an emotionally sexual level. Now, with all that, with all that being said, do you really, H, when you say to me here that people perceive me as an alpha and that you're an overall leading man, yet you have none of what I have just talked about in the last five to 10 minutes, I can only question two things. Number one, the people you're talking to, they're either lying to you. Well, well, actually, he's never said here that people have told him that. He's saying people do perceive me. There's the delusion. There's the delusion. Listen, you might have had a couple of your boys or a couple of the people that you know say, oh, you look like an out. Okay, they're straight up lying or they just don't know. Or that that's a potential, but I think it's far more that you just completely deluded on what you think an alpha being is on what you think a leading man is. Because as one of my clients once said to me, quite recently actually, shout out to uh, M in Canada, being social does not mean being sexual. 
You can be a funny, great conversationalist, good communicator. That does not equal you being able to carry a sexual interaction with the feminine being the whole play, the whole way through. She trusts you, you trust her, you create the space for that. That does not equal that. That to my, I've had many clients that are what I would consider in the spectrum of natural when it comes to social communication, when it comes to just being that outgoing, fun dude, you just want to spend time around. Heck, I want to spend time around them. But then when it comes to putting them in front of an attractive woman, they cave. They absolutely cave. Now, why? Many reasons. It's very individual. For one of my last clients, guy up in Canada I was working with, right? Too much of the Mr. Nice Guy when it comes to a sexual polarity in which that he doesn't want to impose himself. He doesn't want to impose his will. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but it definitely comes with negative connotation. So rip that out of your bloody mind. It's not that. It's that he just doesn't want to have to lead within that sexual space. That's his imposition that he's so opposed to. So being social does not mean being sexual. No, by no stretch of the imagination. So just because you might receive indicators from other people that you are a social being, that does not equal you being an alpha and a leading man. Let me reset. So hopefully that cleared up some of the uh, complete inaccuracy and absolute delusion that was going through your mind there. And that's only part one. So we're going to, I guess, part two. This, that's the second, the second key point we've hit on here. Listen, listen, guys, I don't come in with any plan. I don't know how long these potters are going to go for. All I know is that I'm just going to drill as deep as we need to drill. And then if, they, if, you don't get it, if you don't get it by then, it's like I'm not the type of person. It's one thing I don't like about uh, short form content, which is that you can't really dive into everything you wish to. And you can't really clear up all the nuances. That's why we do the potter. That's why we do a almost two-hour live stream last Friday because I want to spend as much time as I can. I just want to do it justice. If you, if you are respecting me with your time and your attention, I am going to return that times 10. Ah, oh, this matcha is good. Okay, so let's dive into point three here. Ooh, let's take a deep breath. Right into that diaphragm. Okay, so, so moving on to his responses to my questions. When my fourth question to him was, are you sexually experienced or are you a virgin? And he said to me, I am a virgin, dot, dot, never kissed a girl before. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Man, and listen, this is not me making fun of him. It's, it's, not, it's nothing to do with that at all. If anything, I... Uh, I just, I just, I know this story too well. That's why I'm laughing. That's why it makes me laugh. That's why, because it's, it's, it's like, it's a laugh out of pain. It's instead of me crying out of pain, it's me not crying out of laughter or getting close, but it's just, it's using, it's me trying to bring the light to something that is such a painful situation, which is that when someone says to me, I'm a virgin, never kissed a girl before, yet you're also trying to tell me that, you think you're an alpha and you're a leading man? No. Don't think so, sir. Don't think so. Do not think so. It's just a delusion. is intense here. So, and again, just to reiterate, it's not that all bo- it's not that all males that have kissed girls and that have had sex with girls are alpha males. No, no, no. Don't get confused with the uh, the cause and correlation here. And it's not that. Like I said, many boys that look like men. Many boys that have had sex with girls that are not men. 100%. 
Right? It's just that you, I, it is a prerequisite. I'm, I'm, I'm game enough to say here right now that it is a prerequisite. I think I've already said it, but I'll say it even harder here. It is a prerequisite that if you wish to step into alpha masculinity, manhood psychology, that you learn what it means to dance with a masculine and feminine being in a sexually polarized manner, that you take a woman through the sexual journey. I just, I cannot see. It's, I've never met someone who has been able to convince me that they are an alpha masculine being with manhood psychology that does not have an experience going through taking a woman through the sexual dance. Leave it right there. So, otherwise we spend all day on that because it just gets me so bloody fired up. Okay, moving on here. Uh, part five, question five, which is I said, why do you wake up in the morning? So this is, this is a big one. This is probably going to lead us into the next section of the party where, again, Kirikasu, probably going to change gears. Mm-mm. His response why do you, to my question, why do you wake up in the morning? The thing that drives me every morning is my will to change my life around. I already have a degree in electrical engineering, which was never what I wanted to do. I always wanted to pursue my passion, and that's what I'm doing now. I have deep love and passion for cosmology and astronomy and sciences in general. I do consider myself philosophy and spiritually inclined, and I want to go till the end of the road with this, and I know in my heart I will. I am willing to give it all for this. So in in I was this I was going to wrap up the rest of his email there, but I will just take a pause there as we have been doing with the rest of them, just to do justice and say that that's the first time I've seen some light in this message. That's the first time I've seen some light, which is that. He seems to be, at least, when I say light, what does that mean? Self-accuracy. Self-accuracy around awareness of where he's actually at. And which that, it sounds, that to me made me feel good. It made me feel good. All the other things he said have made me feel uh, really, really not good. <laughs> They've made me feel uh, extremely uh, painful. I felt a lot of pain through the, most of his email here. However, this is the first time that I'm seeing something, some form of self-accuracy, which is that he has a clear reason for living. He has a very clear reason for living, which is what gives me a lot of hope. Gives me a lot of hope. I don't often use that word. But it inspires me to make this content because this guy is not completely lost in that while he is so far off in the social realm of his temple, while the state of his social side of his temple is in such disrepair, at least the core of his temple seems to have some structure. And I was having a conversation. I'm going to save this because it's going to be the topic for the upcoming, was it? Am I? Is it going to be the topic for the upcoming live stream? Maybe, maybe not. I think I might do an actual individual podcast for this thing. It was going to be this thing on career versus love and purpose versus love. And this is my, uh, this is my, this is my, my philosophy, which is that I don't care how much time you spend in your social, romantic and dating side of your temple. If your core if the structure and foundation of your temple is not firmly rooted in your reason for waking up in the morning and there is nothing there and it is just, it's just made out of paper, then I don't care how long, how often, how frequent you go out. I don't give a shit about that because your life is always going to be in a state of disrepair. Your temple is always going to be a state of disrepair. Your temple is always going to be on shaky ground and that, yes, you may be able to pull girls in for one night stands. You may be able to refine your social skill skill set to the point where you can get girls interested for five minutes, for five hours, no, probably not longer than that though. But then when they actually get a look into your life, when a woman actually gets a look into your life and she sees that, oh, this guy doesn't even know why he wakes up in the morning. 
This guy doesn't have a reason for being. This guy doesn't have a purpose. This guy, and all the other negative traits that come along with that, such as an indulgement in his ego, such as an indulgement in in cons, in uh, consumerism, in in the consumption of life, right? just always consuming. People that lack a purpose in life, you will tend to see, if not always, are in the consumer end of life also, in which that they produce very little. They produce very little for the well-being and benefit of the rest of humanity. Those that have strong purpose, those who know exactly why they wake up in the morning, you tend to see, if not always, produce a shit ton. They spend their mode of operation in this life in the production mindset, not the consumption mindset. Not to say that they don't have times, not to say that they can't consume. It's just that that's not where they like to spend their time. That's not where they like to be. Just something, just an interesting uh, point there. So I'm not sure what, what we were talking about. Oh, right. So anyways, coming back here, that's that's why I say, which is that when it comes to, you know, yeah, I don't want to go too deep into the career versus love type thing. We kind of did. But I'll stop it there because I even want to do a full podcast on it with more context because I, I like to base this stuff around individual stories. Or uh, live stream coming up this Friday. Now, but I think we're going to do that on the uh, virgins and prostitutes. I want to talk about uh, guys that want to... Um, that are considering using prostitutes when they have not had sex and they just can't get it going. So I think that's going to be this live. Anyways, just stay updated on YouTube, on Instagram, at tang one double tang one get there, and I'll update you guys on that. So, <clears throat> so coming back here, yes, this is the first time I felt that, and that's why I'm actually happy with what H has said here. I'm happy with what H has said here because I would much rather him have a much stronger belief grounding focus in where he wants what he wants to do in life and no matter how how fucked up the social side of his temple is that's relatively easy to fix in comparison to you take two people this person's got a strong purpose in life but a really shitty social development side or this person has an amazing social development side but absolutely no purpose in life it is much easier to work with someone who has tremendous purpose and just needs to go out for 30 days in a row and then maybe a couple months after that at a lower frequency that's much easier it is much harder to get someone to wake up each and every morning knowing why they are doing so despite the fact that yes they can go out on friday saturday night and pull a couple girls this, as you can see, it's worlds apart, leagues apart. Let me get someone to talk matcha. By the way, for those of you wondering, the matcha fam, matcha fam, this is uh, uh, just a one shot, just your one shot matcha. I didn't need the double. You know why? Because I had my game meat and my chicken broth this morning. That's why. That shit gives you so much energy. You would take fresh game meat kangaroo with some chicken broth, with some avocado, a little bit of Himalayan rock salt. That should have light you up for hours. Just the vitamin content, just the straight B vitamin iron content, and that is ridiculous. Also, the sodium as well, really good for the uh, mental, really good for the mental. So, anyways, coming on, coming on. Hold on. Yes, now it's a good time to reset. Give me a sec. Right, we're back in, and now what we're going to be doing is sliding down to the rest of his email. So that's the first point. You know, if if uh, if H was down by four points in the first quarter, he's clawed one back here. He's clawed one back. Okay, so moving it up. So I give you guys the balance. We will balance things out. I'm not. I'm not. Not all uh, fire. Not all on fire and brimstone. I will give you a little honey every now and again. So, but it has to be earned. So, so I'm just going through his email here. Going through his email. So yes. Ah, uh, oh, here we go. 
So that was the end of point five when I asked him how, how, why he wake up in the morning. So he just now goes on in his email and this is where we're going to get a lot more delusion coming in. So be ready. <clears throat> he continues on to say after that whole, um, I'm willing to give my all for this and I want a passion for cosmology and astronomy, etc. He continues to say, my inner game is on point, Adam. The problem is with the outer game, as I mentioned in the previous email. Boop, stop right there. Incorrect. Incorrect. It is a delusion to think that your inner game is separate from your outer game. Your outer game is only a manifestation of what is inside. Your dating life is only a manifestation of who you are. If you somehow think there is some separation between the person you are inside and the person you are outside, eh, you walk that path. That, so if you want to take that analogy that I used before of being off by two degrees, yeah, in 10 meters, doesn't seem like a lot. Someone who has that mentality, you give me two people. Two people, one of them at the beginning of the journeys, one of them says, listen, I know there's a lot of incongruencies between my inner, my inner being and my outer being. And I'm going to work towards that and repair that for the rest of my life. And I'm going to try and bring that towards an eternal congruence. I'm going to try and bring that towards eternal congruence. But if I, if I, if I, if I, even if that never happens, I'm going to die trying. That's that guy's mindset. That's his modus operandi. That's the way he's going to go. Okay. That's at 44 degrees. Then you got this guy who says, my inner game is on point. The problem is with the outer game, as I mentioned in the previous email. At step one, at meter one, it does not seem like these two are going to have two, two greatly varying separate lives. Take me out 10 months though. Yes, their lives are going to look very different. You're going to take me out 10 years? This guy's only 22. You got two 22-year-olds starting? Let me come back when they're 32. And this guy continues to walk with the mindset on the trajectory that he has set for himself, saying that my inner game is on point, the problem's with the outer game, which, aka, in his mind, is him telling himself that there is some form of separation, that you could somehow separate your external actions from your internal mindset. No, sorry, son, you're way off. You're way fucking off. It's, it's, it's painful. It pains me because I know where that path leads. I know exactly where that path leads, and that path leads to you being a virgin for the rest of your life, lonely, depressed, bitter at life, bitter at society, bitter at women, bitter at the friends and family around you for not helping you, because you will get to 32 years old with that mindset, and you will not only be not at the place that you currently are, so you will not only have not progressed, but you will have regressed. There is no standing still in life. You're either progressing or regress, progressing or regressing. You're either progressing forward or you're falling behind. And with that mindset, you will only fall behind. Why? Because of the delusion. You have a delusion. It's so deluded. It's so inaccurate. Where, where do you think your external actions come from? You're, do, you think you're, do you think that there's like some being outside of you that is somehow related to you, but separate, somehow related, but separate, that determines all your external actions, aka... You're 50, your intent, your eye contact, vocal projection, body language, and vibe. If you just want to get down to the goddamn tactics of bringing the best of your 50 towards a woman, a sexually attractive woman in front of you, you think all that is somehow separated from the person inside, from the way that you think inside, from the way that you woke up that morning, from the way that you said that you were going to go up to this girl, to the way that you perceive this woman, to the way that you perceive yourself, to the way that you perceive your position in life, your, your current your current X, Y, and Z of where you are in this world. 
No, there, as you, there is no separation. And if you allow yourself to believe that there is a separation, and by you saying my inner game is on point, I would say that your inner game is probably some of the most deluded I've ever received a response from. I would say that you are with you are touching on hard case. You are touching on, if you want to look at what the scale that I use, 0 to 10, 10 being an absolute natural, 0 being the hard case of all hard cases, you are somewhere in between 3 and 4, at least in terms of what I'm seeing right here, which is why... Now, it would be hard for me to say that if I didn't ask for the follow-up context, but that's why I do. That's why I do. Earlier potos, I'd be happy just to receive one, one email and I'll kind of just just use a whole bunch of um, caveats by saying, well, I don't really know. I don't really know. No, based on, this guy's given me plenty of ammo, plenty of ammo, which is why I'm able to talk so much more forcefully here. I know where this guy's life goes. I know what it ends up looking like. At 22 years old, he might be real angry at this. He might be sitting there fucking bitter, just bitter, angry. He might re- he might reject everything I'm saying that, no, it's not going to be me. It's not going to be me. I'm going to be able to somehow maintain the incongruence between my internal self and my external self and then somehow convince a feminine being outside of myself that that is the, the type of man she's looking for. And yet, well, maybe in the short term, maybe if you're an absolute sociopath, but give yourself 10 years. And this is what I've said. Positivity compounds, negativity compounds. Positive actions compound, negative actions compound. If you continue to do the incorrect action over time, you will only see and reap the absolute wrath of that. At the exact same way that if you continue to compound and repeat the correct actions, wholesome, mindful, accurate, void, devoid of delusion and egoic attachment, That will compound on itself and you will reap the fruit of that as well. Fuck, it's like... You know know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Do you fucking know what I'm saying? It's like, I just want to get him by the neck. I want to get him by the neck and just shake him. Just shake him until he has no more sense of self. I would love to take this guy deep into the jungles. Deep into the Amazonian jungles and just... Not that I've done ayahuasca, but hey, if we could all get together and just get it, just 50 of us, get 50 of the core group of the bowl, and we get this guy and we say, hey, listen, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take you through this ayahuasca session just so you get to know yourself. Now, does he need to go to the deep Amazonian jungles and immerse himself in the 99% humidity and to be surrounded by the powerful energy of, mouth, of Mother Nature and then to consume this mother's elixir that will force him into the awareness the awareness and the accuracy i'm talking about no no he does not need to at this stage give us another 10 years and if he's still in the same place that he is today in 10 years maybe but at this stage now this guy just needs to listen to this potter and have a night on his own now that's the end of this potter which i will talk more on at the end but we're not there yet son we are not we're not fucking there yet all right oh shit Oh, shit. Wait, that, you guys knew that would be a sticking point for me. All right, let's get some water here. And when I say sticking point, you knew. that You knew. For those of you that are hardcore inside the bowl, you knew that the moment you heard that incongruence, when someone says to me, my inner game is on point, but the problem is with my outer game, you know we're going to go on a run. You know I'm going to take you to deep water. You know I'm going to rip that face mask off and we're going down. We're going down 60 feet. I'm going to see if you can breathe then. That's a great analogy I've never used before.
I'm keep that. I'm keep that in my mind. Hold up. So I'm just gonna take some water here. Oh yes. All right. For those of you that are interested in the water game, purify water. Of course, we have freshly cut ginger, uh, organic lemon and lime straight from the backyard. Himalayan rock salt as well. Electrolytes. Bam. There we go. So. And of course, the metal straw save the environment. Uh, I should probably take the straw out because I know that gets annoying on the podcast. Give me a sec. Chotto Matteo. All right. Bye. Okay, that should uh, that should appease those of you that are going to OCD. No, I'm the same. I'm the same. I don't like that shit on podcasts. Like when people are eating. That's why you guys have never seen me eat a meal on, on a podcast. It's fucking wait, right? <laughs> get, your, get your kangaroo after, son. Okay, so... So yeah, that's why you knew I'd take I'd take this guy down to sixty feet. He's not going to be able to breathe. He's not going to be able to breathe when someone says points out such an obvious paper wall within their temple that that's such an easy one for me to rip out. It's just so easy. As to whether he's going to be receptive to it or not, I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Like whether people I've, I've you know people come back and say you know I was hurt, I was angry at what you said, but in time I realized that was that was the medicine I needed. That was the that was the kick in the balls I needed. Thank you so much. That's why I do it. Now, whether I get that thank you, whether I get the thank you because I was the only person willing to show them light when everyone else was feeding them, feeding them pseudo light, not even necessarily darkness, but just pseudo light, just not quite accurate. I'm never going to be that person. I'm never going to be that person. I don't give a shit about your, about you wanting to feel good. I don't, I don't care. All I, all I care about is Kicking the straight balls. Kicking you the straight deal. That's it. So let's move on through his message here. Oh, Many game is on point. I don't have problems with the outer game. No, no. Anyway, moving on. He then goes on to say, I am a fairly good looking guy at 5'11". Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, sweet Jesus. Sweet mama Jama. Are you kidding me? So not only, okay. What, why has that, that caused such a reaction to me? It's not because I'm a fairly good... If he had just stopped and I'm a fairly good-looking guy, I wouldn't. I probably would have moved on. I probably wouldn't have even said anything about that. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's a little egoic. It's definitely a little egoic. It's a little subjective. But listen, I think we, we, have, a, we have an idea about ourselves. We kind of know whether we're a 6 or an 8. You know, we kind of know. But it's when he said 5'11". What that tells me right there is that it just... It's, it's the, it's the height it's the height that he just mentioned right there that then speaks to all of his conceptions around what good looking means so if this guy was to step out into the actual field to actually the field of human interaction he would be so attached to the external he'd be so attached to uh, I would put so much money on, nope, I'm only interested in this kind of girl or that type of girl and only this girl kind of girl I kind of get down with. It's, it's going to be so many limiting beliefs around the external looks. Like, oh, hold on, I've got to reset. So you're, whether you're 5'11 or 5'7 or 5'2, that does not determine whether you're a good looking guy or not. There's, I, I know plenty of shorter guys that are handsome as fuck. I'm not even going to say hashtag no homo because there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but I said it. <laughs> In the wise words of Seinfeld, not there's anything wrong with that. But it's not that. It's not that. It's, 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 his, it's, his, atta- it's his perception of what good looking is and how he has to attach the number to it. So many issues. So many issues with it, which we will not dive into. That's a different podcast. Anyways, moving forward here. He then continues to say, 
I do have good social intelligence and social skills as well. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to deny that because there's nothing I, I would have to go in person with him, which is why I did not deny whether he's a funny, good conversationalist. Listen, you may well have amazing social intelligence and incredible social skills. That does not equal and transfer to you being able to be sexual and to be able to carry a sexual interaction with a woman, which then would lead on to you being able to transfer from the boyhood to manhood psychology, which then allow you to walk the path of becoming a true leader. Now listen, are there true leaders that have been virgins? Yes, it's possible. 100% is possible. At least in the masculine uh, space, for sure. It's definitely possible. However, not that I've met. Not that I've met. Not that I've met. Not that I've met. That's all I can say. Not that I've met. Now, does that mean it's not possible? No, which is why I always say that. It's definitely possible. It is definitely possible that there are true leaders out there, masculine beings that are virgins. It's definitely possible. I haven't met them. That's all I can say. The only ones I could potentially think towards would be in the spiritual realm. Potentially, and they made that choice to live a life of celibacy and were able to find a different path. So I'm thinking about Dalai Lama. I'm thinking about, um, uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's that? Sung San, Korean Zen master. I'm thinking about a few different masters in that realm, potentially. Those are the exceptions. I'm thinking about exceptions there. Just in the Zen spiritual, potentially. I don't even know for them. I don't know if they're virgins. I haven't asked them. Haven't asked them. So that's the only, but if I, what I'm getting at here is that those are the other words I would give a pass to. Those are the only words I would give a pass to because they've chosen a different path in life uh, that is, it's not even just a different path. It's the nature of the path they've chosen. It's its one thing if you've li- literally chosen to live a life of uh, celibacy and you've chosen something very different to dive into what I'll refer to as the world of the uh, the world of the trees and to just relinquish your sense of self altogether. That's a completely different conversation. Not for this podcast. <laughs> as you can see, I just went to a, I almost took myself there. I almost took myself there. <laughs> But if we are talking in the main, the, if we're talking on consistency, if we're talking in general, haven't seen it. So moving forward here. So yeah, he may well have social intelligence, social skills, not denying that. I can't agree with it, but I can't deny it either. Next part is, <clears throat> he continues on to say, but the problem comes with outer game, as I said, always being in my best charismatic alpha and funny state. As, as if that is somehow separate to your inner game? No. No, go back to the part of the previous part of this podcast to address that. Anyways, continue on. He then goes on to say, I also feel like people do like interaction with me. I do feel like I'm a cool guy to be around. See, again, just this is his own perception of himself, which to those ones, I can neither agree nor disagree with. It may well be that he feels like people do enjoy being around him and that he's a cool guy to be around. That's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. I know many cool guys, guys that are cool to be around, guys that are just fun guys to be around, that are also the epitome of Mr. Nice Guys that can never for the life of them get it done in a sexual space with a woman. That also exists as well. So I can never agree or disagree with that. So this is where we now get to the end of his email. This has been a very different podcast. I've bloody loved this. I've absolutely loved this. So he goes on to say, Adam, and I mentioned this a little bit before. Adam, my five-year plan is to complete my bachelor's in science, get into the best university in my country for master's program, and improve socially and get a girlfriend after I sort myself out academically. I would also like to have a social circle. I am working my ass off academically. I know I won't be able to give time 
I know I won't be able to give time for improving in the social aspect, so now I want to start at my college level. How can I start being in that alpha charismatic funny flow state over time without ever coming back to my old self? So there's a couple key points there. And the reason why I didn't pause through that is because this is like where we're going to finally relinquish ourselves from the email and really just start to go off as if we haven't already. <laughs> but, you know, in, in the normal nature, I would say. So I love the start. I love the start of that ending paragraph, which is that my five-year plan is just to complete my bachelor's in science, get into the best university in the country for a master's program. Like this guy is showing signs of, he has the drive to become a leader in that space for sure. That with someone who's got that kind of drive, that that's maybe the type of guy that, you know, whatever field he determines that he wants to become a specialist in, that maybe that we would be, that I might be learning from. He might end up, you know, if he's going into science and astronomy and cosmology, maybe he's the type of guy that is going to be up there with, um, what's that, what's that guy's name? Not Matthew, uh, I can't remember his name, but you know, he might be on the JRE someday because of this, this type of mindset, maybe. And Joe might be talking about this shit, about what he's learned about the universe. You know, it's definitely potential for sure. And it's just because of the drive and it's just the drive to do it. But then he comes in and says, and improve socially and get a girlfriend after I sort myself out academically. And I like to have a social circle. So herein lies the issue, which is that, listen, I love it, but I hate it. I love, because this is what I've always said to you guys. I've always said that just be accurate. Just be honest. Just be honest. If you do, I, I will not put up with the gray zone. If you say to me, I, I just don't have the time right now. I'm just not, I've kind of gone out once a week. I've gone out once every second a week, but uh, it's just tough with uni and it's tough at work. Stop bullshitting yourself. It's either you're in or you're out. It's either your balls to the wall or your balls in the pool. It's whatever, it's, it's, neither, it's never in the zone. You're never walking in between the wall and the pool. It's either one or the other, which is to say for this guy, I, that's why I love the beginning. I love the beginning of it because at least it's honest. At least he's honest. Hold on a second. I've got to reset this. Give me a second. At least he's been honest and accurate, at least at this stage, because for most of his email, he's not being particularly accurate. But at least here, he's actually been able to show some form of accuracy in saying that, well, I know because I'm going so damn hard in the academics. Well, hang on. Let me just get the exact wording here because it's important. I'm working my ass off academically. I know I won't be able to give time for improving the social aspect. So... There is slight inaccuracy in that when he says that I know I won't be able to give time, but let's be accurate about it. You know that you're choosing not to give time. It's not that you won't be able to, it's that you're choosing not to. Please be clear about that. But, but you know, he's not one of my clients, so he hasn't had time to work with that. So hopefully he does work with that and evolve his uh, accuracy in his own language. But just the fact that he's saying there is that, yes, it's accurate to say that if you're going to be that dedicated and that hardcore about your academics, just you're choosing that. It's a choice though. Please know, H, please know it is a choice that at any moment you could decide that, well, I'm going to downscale my academic hustle and I'm going to put a little more hustle in the social side or that I'm going to completely downscale academics and go 100% in social, whatever the balance is, whatever the percentages are, just know it's always a choice. It's always a choice, which is why I like the beginning of that email. What I don't like though is that after when he says, I will improve socially and get a girlfriend after I sort myself out academically and then would also like to have a social circle. Yeah, in what universe? In what universe has that ever worked out for anyone? I have never known for that to be the story or the case for anyone. That, well, 
If I just go down, if I just, he's 22 years old now. So what he's saying that when I'm 27, for the next five years, I'm going to completely neglect my social development. And then in five years time, when I put in all this work, it's like, so the delusion here is that you're somehow going to stay at a neutral standpoint as if your neutral standpoint was already enough, which it's not which it's not. He is so, he is a 22-year-old virgin, never kissed a girl, never had a girlfriend before, right? And has incredible delusion around how other people perceive him as an alpha male and as a leading man. So that's his current starting point. And he thinks that in five years' time, that that somehow, oh, Jesus, that that is going to maintain itself? Now, it's like, it's, do you see why this is boggling my mind? Because even if it were, even if he was somehow able to hit cryo on the next five years of where he socially hit cryo like freeze himself in time his social development where he's at socially developed right now which is pretty much zero pretty much zero okay i'll call it like call it a three or four in my mind i'm really viewing it as a zero but i'm calling it a three or four because i could never really determine what a zero is but very low on that scale that i mentioned before and let's just hit cryo in a hypothetical un impossible world and so in five years' time, he comes back and says, all right, unfreeze, let's go. He would, and then, and then he's going to start working in social development. Then he's going to be able to get, get a girlfriend in his words and then have an incredibly diverse, deeply immersive social circle. At 27, you think, no, it's, in what world? In what, who's told you this? That's all I can think of. Like, I've just never met, I've never, I've not that I've met, but I've never received an email this deluded before. I've received email. We've done a lot of podcasts at this time that have been extremely deluded. For those of you that are hardcore, we've destroyed, absolutely destroyed some delusions in our past. But this has got to take the cake. This has got to take the Bavarian cheese in which that, this is the most delusion I've ever seen. So coming back here, not only, so it's, I gave you that hypothetical in his world, because that's what he's painted out. The hypothetical is that you could somehow hit cryo-freeze on where you're at, go work on your academics, and then start, for, and then hit, pull, hit resume, and then just resume where you're currently at. No, that's not how life works. Well, you, you think over the next five years, you're just going to be able to maintain where you're currently at, which is very low, by the way, very low. No, you're going to regress even further. Over the next five years, not... If you go the next five years with no sexual experiences, with not working on your social dynamics, with not learning what it means to evolve into a manhood psychology through using the process of other mirrors outside of yourself, if you allow that to happen over the next five years, you will regress. You will become worse. You Not only will you're on a, in a very tactical level in which that time is... Time is neither kind nor unkind. Time is only brutal. And what that is to say is that it's brutal both ways. It goes both ways. It compounds both ways. If you walk time through a path and through an action set that is of the incorrect negative nature, using mindsets just like this, time will only be brutal to you. It will only make things much, much much more deeply entrenched. On the same token, flip that coin. Time will be just as brutal to those who walk the path with wholesome, grounded, ego-devoid mindsets, relinquished from the attachment, relinquished from the outcome expected, and work towards better daily self-improvement, self-development, social, and just in general, self-cultivation. 
time will be just as brutal to them. Just as brutal. In which, and that's why I use the word brutal, because time doesn't give a fuck. Time doesn't care about your academic plans. Time doesn't give a shit about you want to become a cosmologist astronomer. Time is just time. The days will pass, H. The days will pass, which means the weeks will pass, which would then compound into months and years, and five years will go by in which that you've been walking with these delusions, you've been walking with this lack of experience, and then all of a sudden you expect that what time wasn't going to have an effect on that, that you're going to be able to hit resume and you could just go out and start meeting people? No. No. But please. Please stop. Please. Please. Like, I, I, I just, I very rarely say please. Very rarely, because I just don't give a shit about your life. I do not give a shit about your life. I have no stake in your life. And you know what? Neither does anyone else. Neither does anyone else. No one cares about your psychological well-being other than you. I care enough to make this content. I care enough because I'm fucking weird. There's, There's a connection missing or an extra connection added within my mind that forces me to sit down and talk like this and just pour my absolute spirit and soul into this and it's purely because of where I came from because you're presenting the same signs as me this guy's this this guy is just a, a more hard case incarnation of Adam at 19 years old I was just in, as complacent I've made a video on my channel called the biggest mistake of my life this guy needs to go watch that it's in the best of the best playlist all you have to do is type in the biggest mistake of my life You'll find it. It's called romantic complacency. Spoiler alert, romantic complacency. Been in the journey for two years. No day twos, no lays, no relationships. Right now, I was going out during those two years. I was in the cold approach journey for those two years. I was getting numbers from girls in those two years. And that's where I got complacent. I could go out on the street. I could meet a girl. I get a number. Blip, flake. Oh, straight up flakes. Straight up flakes. Why? Why? Because not going out frequent enough. Going out once a week, going out twice a week, not enough. Not enough to be able to learn what it means to be able to bring the best of your 50, to be able to tie up the seat at the end to make sure that they're coming out, that girls actually want to come out, that are actually chasing you up to come out. You don't learn that going out once a week, once, twice a week. Nah, nah, you need to go out for an immersive period, 30-day challenge, son. I got a message on the gram today, Adui Tang 1, Double Tang 1, from Jorge. Shout out to Jorge. Him and his best mate are going out on their first 30-day challenges together. I send them an audio message response because that's fucking hype. All right, that's the path. That's the goddamn path. Get out there and take immersive action and then use the reflection. Use your journals. Use your audio recordings every single day and night to be able to course correct. Get accurate feedback if you don't have sound minds from people like myself who are years and years ahead of you. Right, But it's, it's, not, it's not in hitting pause. It's not. It's, it's just no. Like, the complacency about... So my complacency was the fact that, oh, well, I'm doing a little bit, so that should be enough. No. Oh, should, why did it take me two years to recognize that? I have no goddamn idea. Oh, it's called the ego. But with this guy, H, his ego is just manifesting in a different way, which seems to be that his ego believes that he can hit pause on his current social development and just pick things up in five years. No, you'll be much, much worse off in five years if you allow things to slide. How do I know this? Because I work with dudes who are five years ahead of you. I work with dudes. My clients are dudes that, are, that have taken the exact same mindset that you have taken. Listen, let me paint it out for you. Let me paint it out for you. I've got clients that are 33, 35, 40, 44 year olds, late 20 year olds, who will be in the place that you're currently painting out, have been in the place, have already been through the journey that you've currently laid out, H. 
And you know what their emails sound like when they first come to me? Adam, I spent the last five, seven of my years just, just going fucking crazy on my good degree. I just had to get that medicine degree. Right? I had to spend that 10 years. I wanted to become a physician. I want to become a psychologist. And now that I'm out, what I realize is that I have no social circle. I have no social development skills. If anything, I backslid. I backslid. Often the case is that during those five to seven years, they were lucky enough for a girl to come to them because they had some traits. They got a girl they weren't partic- they weren't enthused with. It wasn't their dream girl, but it was a girl who showed some interest to them. And so because it was the first girl that said yes to them, they decided, no, fuck, it's better than nothing. Yep, better than nothing. So they then spend the next year, two years with this girl, the girl they're not happy with, not bringing the best to her, disrespecting her love, disrespecting her investment. And then they find themselves five, seven years down the track, destroyed, absolutely destroyed. Let me reset it. Destroyed in the sense that, oh shit, I don't, I don't know what it means to be able to go up to someone at a, social, at a, at a house party. I don't know what it means to be able to see a woman walking down the street and to be able to bring the best of what you refer to as Adam you're 50. I don't know what that means. And not only do I not know, so I don't have the knowledge, it scares the fuck out of me. It's much, much scarier at 27 to have no social skills than it is at 22 to have no social skills. Time is brutal. Time is brutal. Time compounds. For those, it's like, it's like, oh man, it hurts. It really hurts. It hurts because I know that if this guy either doesn't get this told to him, which is why this is my purpose in life, to have these conversations with people just like this guy. But it's not just that. It's that if this guy continues to walk the way that he's walking, it's where he's going to end up. I just The way that I'm so confident in it is because these are my clients. <laughs> these are the stories. These are the people I work with, not only through Skype coaching, but through the deep immersive boot camps. And listen, it is not easy to reverse someone's way of being, default way of being that has lived a life from 20 to 27, from 20 to 33, that has been operating on the Mr. Nice Guy principles of this bullshit beta male who's just a Mr. Nice Guy who's always supplicating, who's always putting girls on a pedestal, who is always who has the inability to be able to get a girl to trust and to let go of herself and lead in and to his leading, trust into his leading and just say, fuck that, I'm recognizing this masculine being. They had no experience with that. You have no idea how hard that is to reverse in someone who's 33. You have no idea. And how could he? How could he? This is not his fault. This is not his fault. This is not his responsibility. He should have had brothers. He should have had men in his life, tribal leaders that could have shown him this. He shouldn't have to be in this position. He shouldn't have to be demonstrating this all-time level of delusion. He shouldn't have to be in a position where he's forced to choose between academics and social development. He shouldn't have to be. Now, I'm very careful my words. He's responsible for much else, but he shouldn't have to be responsible. He is responsible, but he shouldn't have to be. He should have grown up in a society in which that society taught him all these things. But you know what it is? You can sit there in your fucking room crying all day long that you didn't have the tribal leaders, the brothers, the older men in your life to show you what it is. It doesn't change anything. This guy doesn't change anything. All right, go ahead. Spend the next five years allowing your social development to regress. Make no mistake, it will only regress. It is what it is. It just is what it is. That's just going to be your journey. 
And so be it. If you wake up all of a sudden at 27 years old with no social skills, no social development, because of your egoic complacent at 22 and you have a much harder journey than you do right now. Listen, your journey is already tremendously difficult as it is, let alone compound another five years of that. Hey, I'll still be here. I'll still fucking be here because it's my life. It's my journey. It's my purpose. That I am I'm willing to work with the hardest of the hardest. The cases of all cases. Because right? of where I came from. Because if I could change my life, if you guys could have met me at 19 years old, just go back and watch How to Transform Your Dating Life. That short film I put out last month from Canada. That's all you need to see. That's all you need to see. You watch that, you get it. You get it. So, was that the end of his email? Oh, yeah, so. Listen, because the summary is where we'll remedy, but not yet. There's one little, we're there, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're just ticking up on what? Oh, shit. (laughs) We've been going for like an hour and 20 minutes. In my mind, I felt like we'd only just got to an hour, maybe. So, this is starting to wrap. And this is the final part of his email. Where he says, how can I start being in that alpha, charismatic, funny flow state all the time without ever coming back to my old self? It's the hyperbolic time chamber. Right? You need to go back on my channel and there's a video that says how Dragon Ball Z, how DBZ can improve your dating life. It's the hyperbolic time chamber in which that, and I'll save you, I'll save the hardcores, I'll save the originals who already know that in and out and I'll just cut straight to the principle, which is that you want to be you want to start living that alpha, charismatic, funny flow state all the time? Well, look at your life. Look at your life. How could you ever expect to do that when you do not go out at all? Which means you do not get the real world reference experience of having a mirror in front of you show you who you are. How could you ever expect to do that? How could you ever expect in what you're saying there is that you're asking me, how can I be super sane? How can I be super sane? But you're never willing to transform. So how can I be a super saiyan all the time if I'm not willing to put in the work? Hey Adam, tell me how I can be super saiyan without having to do the work. That's what you're saying to me right here, which is why it's disrespectful. You're disrespecting the journey that all of the rest of us have to walk. Your, your complacency, your egotism, your egoism, it's just, it's disrespectful. It's absolutely disrespectful, that question right there. Based on what we know about you, 22-year-old virgin, never kissed a girl, that you have no, no idea of what it means to walk through sexual polarization in the dance between the masculine and feminine. And you'll have the audacity to ask me, how can I start being in that alpha charismatic funny flow state all the time without ever coming back to your old self? Listen, your old self, there, as far as I can see, there is no new self. There is no new self. Based on what you've told me here, you may have experienced glimpses, short glimpses of what it might mean to be an alpha masculine male. And that being and listen, you probably know what it means to be charismatic and funny. I'm not going to deny that. Going back to this, but being social does not equal being sexual. And listen, you you have not. If you think you know you what it, if you think you know what it means to be an alpha masculine being, yet you're a 22 year old virgin that's never kissed a girl. Uh, incorrect. Incorrect. No, not not until you've walked the dance between the masculine and feminine could you ever have experienced what it truly means to produce and have to be put in a position. Listen now. This is not just Adam speaking. You could go up to any coach in the realm in the realm of social dynamics that would say the exact same thing. And if they don't, they would only be trying to sell you something, sell you something of the opposite. But I just can't. I can't imagine any coach worth his salt would say that 
this that yeah you're going to be an alpha masculine being but don't worry you don't have to go through the journey of learning what it means to walk the the sexual polarity of masculine and feminine beings uh they would not be worth their salt not at all but also just look back on the history of time look back on the eons of social human development within our own societies cultures for all of time have set up rituals in which that look even go as far back to medieval times, not not even as far back, I should say, to medieval times, they had a practice called bedding, right? They had a, in the medieval times, they had a practice called bedding, which purely was the ritual with that when a man and woman got married, which, by the way, back in those days, was like at 16, basically the moment a girl bled, that's when a girl got married off, and they'd have a bedding ceremony. You know what a bedding ceremony is? Fuck's town. Right, that the man and woman would consummate this marriage through sexual interactions, and that that and then that dude was then recognized as a man. Now that's a Western example, but all you have to do is go and look at tribal. Uh, you have to look at you can look at tribals, you can look at uh, Polynesian tribals in particular. They have so many. Which book? Sex and Dawn for sure. Many more than Sex and Dawn as well, though. Actually, I studied this in anthropology when I was uh, in uni. But just forgetting the names of the actual tribes themselves, but all you have to do is look at, not even Polynesian, by the way, but just tribes that you can look at today that have sexual sexualized rituals. Sexualized rituals in which that, it wasn't just that the boy had to learn how to hunt, but the boy also had to learn how to go through sexual process. That was then a signification that he was now through the manhood, stepping into manhood. It's, you, you, it will be hard to find a culture that has gone through that a culture in the history of human development that does not have a sexual ritual it would be, be hard to find it's only recent it's only in modern times that we have allowed our egos and allowed our boys to get to the point where they could somehow walk through life and appear as men but never actually truly actualizing into that through many different means many different means just weakness absolute weakness but Listen, man. Hold up. Oh, we good. We good. So I'm just taking the time. Listen, how can I start being that alpha, charismatic, funny flow state all the time without coming back to my old self? You just give it straight dope. You have to go out. You have to go out. Why? So you could sleep with more girls? No. So you can get in front of more mirrors. So you can get in front of human beings that can show you who you are. Because you do you do not know who you are at this stage. I've you you may think you know who you are in your friendship circle, in your bedroom at home, but it is a completely different thing to know who you are in front of people who don't know you, who people that do not give a shit about you, people who do not care about your life story and journey, people that you have just met, and then you will know who you are. It is one thing to sit in a cave and to try and ruminize about all your best traits and all the things that are great about you and all the things that you are. It's a very different thing to go and do that in front of a random, attractive, feminine being. It's a very different thing to be able to do that. Now, for those in my hardcore that are worrying now about the uh, the internal, much deeper question of who are you, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about uh, how you face up to this world. So it's a different conversation. We've talked about that before. That's it. Let me reset. So this is where we're going to start to hit that summary. And like I said, in the summary comes the remedy, which we kind of already started to hit. But... Mm-mm-mm. Man, you need to start putting freshly cut ginger in your water. It's amazing. Also, highly, uh, highly beneficial for the health, antimicrobial, etc.
Anyways, moving forward here. So in Remedy, that what, what does this guy need to do? This guy needs to go out. This guy needs to go out. This guy needs to spend days upon days upon days upon night upon night just slogging it out, not even for the sexual experiences, which will come. And not even, not, it's like there's layers to it. Is layers to it. The number one thing is that he's so deluded about where he's at in the journey and about what that means for the rest of his journey that if he just went out for 30 days in a row and just was forced to meet 10 new people a day, he would be so much better off. He'd be so much more accurate in his account of who he is. And then alongside that, so that's part one. Even if he didn't ever get to the place of a sexual interaction and be able to guide a woman through the polarity and the dance of a sexually polarized interaction, between himself and her, even if he never got to that point, because quite frankly, I don't think he would. I would, you, it would be quite a feat if he could do that within thirty days, because he's pretty far gone. But even if he could, so oh, hold on, hold that. Even if that didn't happen, the benefits of just redirecting his trajectory in life to the things he said about my inner game's on point, but my outer game is missing. Nope. No, go go out for 30 days and that will show you how far off your inner game is. Not, show you, not only will it show you how far off your outer game is, for sure, but it will show you how far off your inner game is as, as if there is any separation. That's me using your fucking terms. That's not, that's not, it's not accurate. It's not accurate. Your outer, your, your external execution and behavior is only a manifestation of who you are inside. So if there's that, then moving towards the actual sexual experience if this guy, until this guy actually gets a sexual experience under his belt, and it's, again, I want to, just for the sensitive feminist white knights out there, it has nothing to do with the actual act of penetration. It's like the sexual stimulation. I'm not telling him that it's, he needs the sexual stimulation. That's what's going to make him a man. man. No, it's the journey of learning what it means to have a woman trust and place the trust in you that you can take her there. That is what I'm talking about. And until he gets that, he's never going to know what it means to be an alpha masculine being. He's not. It's just not. It's not. I have not seen it manifest in that way in anyone else. Unless he becomes a Zen spiritual master that relinquishes all idea of self, maybe then. Maybe I might give him a pass then. But until then, until they come back to me, come back to me, and I'll be, will, re, I'll be willing to readdress my thoughts if he reaches that place. But until then, and by the way, as I said before, and I'll say it again, that does not mean that all of a sudden he becomes a man all of a sudden because he starts having sexual interactions with other girls. Uh, with girls. Again, look at rituals from tribes and from our development over the last 300,000 years. It wasn't just a ritual, tri uh, a tribal ritual for a boy to have to have a sexual interaction with a woman, and that's part of his process. Keyword, part. It's a part of the process. He also has to learn what it means to go out and hunt. He also has to learn what it means to be able to lead psychologically and emotionally and to be and to go through many feats, many tribal feats, to be able to learn to tell story, learn to be able to communicate with men. There's many, many facets and many aspects that makes up an alpha masculine being. It's just that this is one of the keys. It's one of the keys. So he's never going to know what that is. And so that's what I want to say is that, so, so, but Adam, what are you telling him? What are you telling him? What should he actually do? Well, listen, that's not, you guys know, that's not, it's not how I go. Because I just don't care about whether he changes his life or not. Why? Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much I care. Do I want this guy to completely turn around and say, listen, I've been so egoic. I've been so deluded. 
I couldn't, can't believe I was so far off. Adam completely saved me from walking off on a two degree off trajectory that over 10 years would see me 200,000 meters off my goal. 200,000 light years off my goal. No, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want him to have that realization unless he wants it for himself. And that's all I'm going to say here, which is that he can more than easily enough balance his hardcore direction in academics while also working in social dynamics. He can do both at the same time for sure. Absolutely. But only if he wants it. Only if he wants it. He can continue to walk the life he's currently walking and he's only going to regress and he's only going to find himself in a much harder place in five years' time. Or he can start, he can take a slice of that envelope pie and get out there and actually start working on it and actually start changing his life here and now and just drop the bullshit, drop the delusions, drop the limitations and the rationalizations and drop all that shit and just start getting to work. He can do that as well and change his life and it'll be much better off in five years' time. Either, either or, the path is pretty simple. It's pretty laid out. I don't think there's much more I need to say here. You know, okay, so for, the, for, those, for those or him that's wondering, but, but Adam, I, I, I still don't know what to do. 30-day challenge, motherfucker. Now get out there, set yourself a challenge. I'm going to go out every single day for 30 days in a row, and I'm going to meet a minimum of 5 to 10 girls every single day. Sexually polarized, direct interactions. You go out every single day. These do not include warm-ups. No lesser than five. Five at a minimum. If you actually want to start working on skills, no one fills himself until they start speaking to at least five people. So you're going to be aiming for optimally 10. You're going to audio record all your interactions so that when you get back home, you have a journal that you can go down and break down every single interaction. Number one, what's the positive? What's the positive thing about this interaction? Number two, what would I improve next time? You follow that structure for every single interaction every single day across 30 days in a row. Then if that guy does that, he's set. He's set in the least addressing his number one issue which is the delusion and then the the then the sexual experiences after that 30-day challenge we can look at the body of feedback and see where he needs to improve in his tactical skill set to help improve the sexual experiences then that will happen but as far as i'm concerned i'm not even concerned about this guy having sexual experiences right now not yet all i'm concerned about this guy is being accurate just being accurate then then the sexual experiences will come that's we're gonna wrap this up it's like, I love this. I love this so much. And yes, my heart does beat. My heart does beat for this guy because I know where this walks. I know where this walk eventually leads to. And he's going to be that guy at 27 that messages me saying, I fucking wasted the last five years of my life. That I certainly could have been working on my social at the same time as my academics at the same time. So my friends, I'm going to roll that intro. But in the intro, we I don't plug the the, uh, social Q&A live stream, but it's been hot lately. I've been so grateful to those of you that have been dropping in on the social Q&A live stream, which we do every Friday, 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time, which is like Thursday, 9.30 p.m. in New York. And you just adjust your time zone to that. Bring any questions you have on dating, relationships, social dynamics. For the first 20 minutes, I drop fire on content that I opened up for about an hour. Last last week was like an hour and a half on just straight Q&A. And I really think if you guys want to donate to the channel, you can do that through the Super Chat, which means I prioritize your question, get to it sooner, dive deeper on it. So that's going to be happening this Friday. And yes, the outro is going to come now of all the plugs and where you can contact, etc. Send your own emails, etc. This has been fucking hype. And I just thank you guys so much. Roll that intro. 
Ja. Thank you so much for diving into this pod, my friends. It just, I'm ridiculously grateful and humbled that you're even here. So thank you. If you could, please drop me your feedback in a comment on YouTube down below. Slide me a DM on the gram at Uitang1, best place to connect with me. Now, that being said, this episode is brought to you by Bulldozer.com, where you guys can pick up my Crash Course to Kick-Ass Day Game ebook. You can book one-on-one Skype coaching, ongoing packages in the Bowl Insider. You can also dive in for those deep immersive boot camps all through bulldozer.com. And if you would like to send a little something to support this potter, you can do so through the PayPal link, which is paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I. Links in the descriptions, all that's all down below. And anything you guys donate is oh, received with uh, absolute humility. Thank you so much for all of you that do. I really appreciate it. And yeah, I'm wishing you guys the best in your journeys. Wishing the best in your life. Much peace and much joy. Ciao.